Welcome to Sweet Talk. This broadcast is brought to you by the Continuing Education Workforce Training Division of Idaho State University's College of Technology. This podcast is part of our continuing outreach efforts and the format is conversational. We will be having conversations with businesses, professionals, entrepreneurs, community agencies, and in all cases, difference makers. Now, let's get started with Sweet Talk. Welcome, everybody. Uh, welcome to our Sweet Broad uh, podcast. My name is Gary Salazar. I'm the director for uh, continuing education and workforce training here at Idaho State University. And um, joining us today is Mark Dahlquist. Mark is the executive director for NeighborWorks here in Pocatello. So thanks for joining us, Mark. I'm glad you're here. Thank you, Gary. My pleasure to be here. All right. Well, welcome to Sweet, Sweet Talk. Uh, well, let's start with having you talk uh, a little bit about yourself, you know, a little bit about your background. Let's get to know you. Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, I'm, I've been the director at NeighborWorks Pocatello for 12 years now, and I'm, I'm a Pocatello native and Idaho State University graduate. And, you know, I think, and I'm sure we'll get talking more about the details of our organization, mm -hmm. but... I've always had a soft spot for Pocatello and um, just... You know, making sure the town looks good and feels good and people are proud to live here. And I started out my career at Farmers Insurance and I actually worked there for 18 years at the service office here in town. And while I was there, I was really active with the Chamber of Commerce and chaired the Community Beautification Committee and, you know, on the Greenway Foundation Board of Directors and just always had a passion for making the community better. And so back in 2007, I saw the opening come up at NeighborWorks. And at the time, it was called Pocatello Neighborhood Housing Services. And I knew Richard Stallings a little bit from the Greenway Board of Directors and, um, you know, really liked what he did in the organization. So thought it, so went ahead and applied. And that was even after an 18 year career, I was really stable where I was at with farmers and fully vested. So it was quite a leap to go to a nonprofit from kind of the corporate ro world to a local small nonprofit. And, but just really glad I, I did. I've never looked back that, um, you know, just love the impact that we make on the community. and. It's just been really fun to do what I love and what I have a passion for and actually get paid for it. Yeah, well, so, that's cool. What was your degree uh, when you graduated from ISU? Yeah, I had a, a business administration degree, majored in management, and I actually started out as a mass communication major. So it's kind of fun to come back to this building. The studio. The, yeah, the studio. I just vaguely remember being in here. So. That was good. I'm glad I had that background for a couple of years in the mass communication. Well, very cool. So it's glad glad you're coming back. Glad you see this uh, this again. You've got a tremendous background uh, working in our community, first with farmers and, and now with NeighborWorks. I'm not sure very many people out there know what NeighborWorks is. Uh, thanks, Paul. That's where I, I'm going. I don't know what NeighborWorks is. <laughs> Could you explain? Sure. NeighborWorks? Uh, yeah, NeighborWorks Pocatello, yes, and um, 
You know, first of all, our mission is to help revitalize the older neighborhoods in Pocatello. And by revitalizing the older neighborhoods, you probably have heard of like the Old Town neighborhood and Bonneville and Alameda and such that um, we have many tools that we um, improve the neighborhood with. And, you know, one thing I think we're really good at is the, the housing and the, um, you know, to uplift a neighborhood, we have a pretty, we have a, an old housing stock, you know, in our central Pocatello neighborhoods. And so over the past 25 years, we've actually built about 175 homes in older neighborhoods. And a lot of times we'll tear down an old blighted house and build something new in its place. And so in that regard, we're not only providing an affordable home for somebody, we're helping elevate the neighborhood. And so, so I think if you just to understand NeighborWorks, it's pretty dynamic, but I think if folks just know that, that our, our main mission is uplifting the, the central Pocatello neighborhoods and making the community stronger. And home ownership is one way to do that. Um, kind of a second way that we do that, that we have a really good owner-occupied rehab program. And there's a lot of people in the community, including those neighborhoods that we like to focus in, that maybe have the, the roofs that are need replaced, the old knob and tube wiring, they need new siding, they need their front porches rebuilt. And we've got a great program at NeighborWorks um, called our, it's a rehab loan program, but sometimes we get a little bit of grant money that we can throw in there. So um, we like to fix up old houses, I, I guess is, is kind of another thing. And um, there are a lot of low and moderate income folks in the community that can't really do that. And they come to us for those tools. They get tools and they get to like loans for money for, for the work? It, yeah, they do. That they, um, you know, tool, tools in regard to, you know, we kind of give them the resources or make the resources available. But um, kind of our typical person that comes in that, um, you know, there's someone that's probably not very savvy with construction, you know, maybe the um, someone a little older that, um, just doesn't know the the homes very well that um, and we kind of facilitate that process from start to finish that um, we'll, we'll intake them and they fill out an application and we do have a loan committee but our underwriting rules are a little bit more relaxed and so if they get that financing and they're approved that we'll help line up contractors we'll do a, a walkthrough on the home you know we'll look for lead hazards and other kind of perils that are in the home there. And then we kind of go from there, have a bidding process and get the work underway. Wow, so, wow. And this is just residential homes, is that right? Yeah. Not like a home well, we, businesses? Yeah, um, yeah, residential single family homes. And this program will help both owner occupants and we have another um, program. We work in partnership with housing and community it's a Pocatello Housing Authority, and they changed their name recently, and I can never quite remember what it is. But um, there are some rental homes out there where if they need some fixing up, that we actually do some of these renovations. It's a renovation loan, low interest for landlords mm -hmm. there. Because mm -hmm. to elevate the housing stock, we have to look at the rental houses as well. Now, we just had a podcast in here with... Uh 
with uh, uh, one of our, our local naturalists uh, talking about bats and, and you know putting out bat homes and things like that. Is that something you would also get involved with? Is is like uh, animal control, critter control, uh, support for beneficial animals? Yeah, yeah not you know not per se. I think the you know we're. We may make the home accessible for certain things, and the you know it's all about just kind of uplifting the physical structure yeah, okay. of a home. We're we're pretty good with with housing, that you know. Hence our our original name was Pocatello Neighborhood Housing Services okay. because you know if you just think about the community and how important housing is, and you, you know housing is really a bedrock to our success. That um, you know, and there's lots of correlations out there with uh, if your home is safe and it's comfortable and livable that there are many studies out there that show your physical health is all related to that. So, you know, you may have like leaky plumbing pipes and mold and um, a decrepit HVAC system that um, is creating some hazards there. So, you know, so there are many things we can do to make our community strong, but if we have strong, safe, stable, comfortable, decent housing, then that that really in turn makes the community stronger. I can understand that. And do you see a, a large need out there right now? Are you getting a lot of inquiries from people saying, I've got this house, I don't know what to do with it, but I'd like to fix it up? Yeah, yeah, we do. That um, I'll tell you what's really made this rehab program, owner-occupied rehab program popular is that, you know, my staff, I have a staff of nine and they're pretty opportunistic that we write a lot of grants and try to bring a lot of resources into Pocatello from the outside. And the federal home loan bank that, you know, we tried like three or four times um, to get a grant from them. And we finally did last year for a half a million dollars and so where I'm kind of going with this is that we have this long-standing owner-occupied rehab program. And now if you meet certain criteria that we're able to help 50 folks out there with $10,000 grants, and you have to meet certain criteria, you have to be under a certain income threshold. Mm -hmm. And then there's secondary criteria that um, we can always tell you about if you contact us. but like if you're elderly or disabled and things like that. And so um, what we're in the midst of doing with 50 homeowners in the community is that we can make these repairs and they have to commit to at least $16,000 worth of repairs. And if they do that, 10,000 of that is in the form of a grant from okay. the Federal okay. Home Loan Bank. Yeah, so they're sharing, they're doing a little bit of cost sharing there. Exactly, it, it's like skin in the game and okay. Sometimes I think um, housing, kind of community development housing organizations like ourselves get a bad rap that we're um, providing a handout to people, but you know we're really not. We like to say that we're providing a hands up, and you know, hence with this program, that yeah, there's a grant here, but you got to have skin in the game. You have to bring at least six thousand sure. dollars or more to the table, and most folks of lower income can't do that. And so we have a really good loan program where we can kind of bridge that gap. Yeah, that, that's truly a, a big assistance to a lot of folks. You know, there's a lot of folks out there who are struggling to make ends meet. And then 
to be able to generate some some positive impact in their in their home where they live sure. to renovate. Um, that, that's a tremendous benefit. So thanks yeah. for that. Yeah. That's awesome. Did you have another question that I missed? Here? Well, I was asking. I was going to ask Mark about the application process. I mean, how does someone come to you, and what are the steps they do to actually say that grant you sure. were talking about? What do they do? The steps they do to try to apply for that? Yeah. Yeah. Good question. And. You know, when we get many calls about that, that um, and the first thing we do in regard to this kind of fix-up program I've been talking about is every Thursday at four o'clock in the afternoon, every week that we have a, an orientation session and kind of the first step if someone is interested in this $10,000 grant, the program that they're actually required to come to this hour long workshop. And some folks can't make it at four o'clock and we'll make other arrangements with that, but really informative an hour long and we'll tell you how it works. But beyond that, there is an application process and it's a lot like going to the bank, you know, and getting a, a home equity line of credit. You know, we have to make sure our people are, you know, they can pay that debt back and such and so, um, probably really similar to a bank or a credit union that after our workshop that come in and fill out some paperwork. We do ask for check stubs and proof of income and we, we pull your credit and, you know, kind of go from there. And then if you are approved, you know, we have a loan committee. We, we want to be good stewards of the funding we're receiving. And so if the loan committee approves, then we just kind of go from there with the bidding process and lining up contractors and getting the work done. Do they also have to get some sort of um, appraisal so you understand what the completion value would be? Yeah, we we, we do. And the because um, we, you know, naturally don't want to put people um, underwater there and put, you know, kind of too much debt there that and so we, we mainly just look at the tax assessed value of the home, but it's pretty rare that we would do an appraisal, but we want to get some sense of what the home is worth there and, and be secure. So we do look at that. Well, in an uptrending market, that tax value, that assessed value would, would be lower, typically lower than market value. Sure, sure. It is normally. So you were saying uh, a couple moments ago about people misinterpreting it as a handout do you have any sort of, sort of kind of community outreach program where you teach the community, hey, you know, better homes make for a better community and, you know, we're helping these and it actually will help your neighborhood? Yeah, yeah, we, we do that. Um, and one thing with all of our clients that get this, you know, the Federal Home Loan Bank Grant and the Home Improvement Loan that we offer, it's called an Essentials of Home Ownership class. And they're all invited and encouraged. We just come short of forcing them there, but we, you know, but we get them there for that essentials of home ownership class. And um, in that, that we go through budgeting, we go through um, living in a healthy home, that our construction specialist is there and he teaches part of the class and there's lots of Q and A with that, that you know, hey, how do I change a furnace filter? Or how do I, you know, just kind of like simple things you'd be amazed that come up that way. So we're really pro-education. I think um, I can honestly say above and beyond maybe a commercial lender, and we do have a lot of commercial lending friends out there, but it's pretty typical to just receive the check and 
um, you know, here you go, you qualified, good luck, you know, but we, you know, we, we inspect the home, um, we, we help with the contractors and we have this class. So I can, can on really honestly say that our homeowners are really armed with the information and kind of leads me to another thing quickly that um, not only do we have this program to help existing homeowners, we, we like to get new, you know, new buyers into homes. And so we teach an eight hour long home buyer education class once a month at our office. And so, and anyone that goes through us because we have, you know, down payment assistance and different things that they're required to take that class. And I think the, the thing I'm most proud of with that class that there's studies that show that one, if you take that eight hour long certified home buyer education class that we teach that you're one third less likely to experience foreclosure. You know, um, Mark, my history is I used to be a, a real estate appraiser um, back in the day. And uh, you're right, a lot of new homeowners have no idea what they're getting into when they buy a home. Um, they don't know the, you know, the maintenance involved, sure. the regular maintenance. They don't know um, the very basics of budgeting you know, to, so that they can make their, their um, home payments. Um, I, I talked a lot, in the day I used to talk to a lot of new homeowners and they were just surprised at the things that they, number one, discovered and number two, had to learn on the fly that no one explained sure. no one yeah. them about. Sure, sure. And in that, that eight hour long class, it's so comprehensive and so valuable that, um, the, you know, we, we just go through that, you know, we encourage people to get uh, inspections of their homes and we encourage them to shop around. We encourage them to look at their finances. And a lot of times you'll go to a lender and you get approved for this upper amount there, but you don't have to take that upper amount, you know, look at your budget, see what you can afford. Um, you know, make sure you're getting into a home that's not going to be a money pit that some people like fixer uppers, but, you know, others, that's kind of a dangerous thing for them. But um, just just can't, um, you know, I just can't talk up that education part uh, enough. Well, I know that a lot of new home buyers will buy a fixer upper and they go, oh, yeah, it will this, we'll do this and this and this. And they don't realize what, well, number one, the horrors that they can discover once they start fixing things. Sure. Um, and yeah, they're not prepared to do the work, number one, and then the additional cost that they now are surprised at when they, when they get into mm -hmm. it. You're right. It, a lot of times they get trapped in that upper loan amount because they said, hey, you can have this much. And so, you know, I, a real estate broker and everybody's willing to, sure. to go that far. Yeah, yeah, and they and we really like the folks to you know I just kind of put the word out there if you're even dabbling with home ownership that come come talk to us that you know it's I wish I would have known about or our organization before I bought my first home that um, you know what what we don't like to see is that we get some we get some folks that take our classes and they're like they're like closing in two weeks and they said my lender sent me here. I have to have your certificate before I can close and we'll accommodate that. But um, we always like to put the word out there that, 
you know, even if you're just dabbling with getting a home and you're early in the process, that it's just so beneficial to get that education first. So is that a, a fee class or a free class? Yeah, there, there's a fee. It's a $30 fee and oh, that's, that's yeah, real, real affordable. And um, they get to keep the, the textbook with that. Yeah, I mean, that, a $30 fee class that could save them thousands. Sure, you know, sure. In some cases, maybe hundreds of thousands. Yeah, Why yeah. Not? Yeah, great investment. And we do get a lot of folks that come in that they, um, they're they not ready to buy a home. They're not credit worthy. And we have credit counseling as well. So that's kind of another niche that we fulfill. It's pretty that, good. You know, not everybody is ready to buy a home. And I could go on with a lot of success stories about people that came in and their credits kind of shot and we talked to them. Oh and, my gosh, our timer's going off. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. Paul, you should have been up here doing all this, man. I'm sorry, but we are so, done. So Let me go ahead and close this last, out. I'm going to close this all out, right. and then we're going to come back and we're going to do some Easter eggs at the end of this thing, okay? okay. Uh, but before I do, Mark, it's, it's been a pleasure listening to you and, and getting to know a little bit more about what you do. But if somebody wanted to reach you and learn more or get in touch with you, what would be the best way for them? Sure, to either stop by, call, or look at our website. We're located at 206 North Arthur right across from Pocatello High School. Call us at 208-232-9468. Or our website is NW, like neighbor works, pocatello.org. Cool, thank you very much. All right, well, I'm gonna get back to you in a second. You gonna ask about that? (laughs) All right, well, um, our time is up. Thank you, everybody. Uh, Thanks to uh, Mark Dahlquist, who's the executive director for NeighborWorks here in Pocatello. Uh, we certainly hope that uh, this conversation has been, been illuminating for those of you who might be considering uh, and making improvements in your community, on your houses, or looking for a house. Uh, sounds like a fantastic organization to help guide you along that way and provide some valuable resources. Um, for us, uh, you can find us at, uh, at uh, cetrain.isu.edu online if you have any questions or uh, want to look up for some, at some of the other things that we do. We have a, a great blog and newsletter uh, podcast going out there. Please look us out, uh, look us up, and uh, tell us what you think. Sign up for those things. And thanks again for joining us on Sweet Talk. Okay. Continuing education, workforce training, Sweet is comprised of professionals dedicated to serving your educational needs. We understand that when it comes to your future, it's all about you. Because our staff and faculty have real-world experience actually doing what they teach, our students obtain the skills and knowledge they are looking for to be competitive in today's marketplace. For more information, please visit our website, ctrain.isu.edu. That is ctrain.isu.edu. Or call us at 208-282-3372. 